Lewis Carroll's trippy Wonderland stories have inspired myriad works of art in every imaginable medium. While the star characters stay the same, Alice, the Cheshire Cat, the Mad Hatter, and of course the White Rabbit, the interpretation of the stories varies wildly. The classic Disney cartoon envisioned Alice as a sort of honorary Disney princess. Why, in my world, cats and rabbits would reside in fancy little houses and be dressed in shoes and hats and trousers. Stumbling through adventures, but ultimately returning to reality. Decades later, Disney released a very different version of the Wonderland books directed by Tim Burton. From the moment I fell down that rabbit hole, I've been told what I must do and who I must be. I've been accused of being Alice and of not being Alice, but this is my dream. I'll decide where it goes from here. And then there was American McGee's Alice. Released in 2000, this often punishing platformer imagined Wonderland as a decrepit, deteriorating den of violence and vice. Here, Wonderland is all in Alice's imagination, and her descent into madness has created a macabre nightmare world in which familiar faces attempt to stop the madness by killing the source herself. Only death can release us from this misery. Alice, Madness Returns is both a sequel and a reimagining of the original game. It begins in Victorian London. Alice is alone, having lost her entire family to a freak fire set by Alice herself. At least, that's what she's been told. So Alice works with a therapist to try to overcome her feelings of guilt. Our lovely library was a fire trap. A conflagration waiting to happen. When things become too much to bear, she sneaks back to Wonderland, only to discover that her instability has once again seeped into her dream world. Atta, I recall leaving you in a decrepit condition, but but not in pieces. It's you. As to what's happened, you should know that better than I. It's your place, after all. I know my place. The primary source of trouble seems to be a runaway train that periodically plows through levels, breaking up worlds, causing earthquakes, and generally wrecking the place. I must stop this infernal train and the evil force that drives it. There's plenty more pain to go around. Freakish tar creatures with multiple doll heads chase you at every turn. Flying screws do surprisingly heavy damage. And even old friends have lost their minds. The world is upside down, Alice. Inmates run the asylum. No thanks. And worst of all, I've left tears. Tragic. It's up to you to put things to right by discovering the truth about that fateful night while battling an increasingly disturbing gallery of rogues based on a mix of Wonderland mythology and Victoriana. Dolls. Why'd it have to be? Dolls. Each level represents one land, which in turn is based on an iconic character or place in the book. What this means in the game is, well, expect to bounce on a lot of mushrooms while searching for the caterpillar, take a swim when you explore the walrus's tail, and so on. Don't think that any familiarity with the books will prepare you for everything this game has to offer. A bad worker is a dead worker, and vice versa. Don't be a bad worker. Payday for good workers has been postponed indefinitely. I don't remember that in my copy of the book. The images aren't exactly canon either, but that's where the game really shines. The artwork is incredible. From the design of each unique world to the freakish characters that inhabit them, the Queen of Hearts level in particular is breathtaking. If only I could say the same about gameplay. This is one brutal platformer. Many, 
Many destinations are invisible, revealed only when you shrink. The second you return to normal size to make your move, they begin to dissolve. Expect to hear this a lot. That's the sound of Alice exploding into a bunch of butterflies. The game is merciful enough to resurrect you on the nearest ledge when you take the inevitable plunge. Don't get too comfortable, though. If an enemy takes you down, you will have to start the entire level over. Speaking of starting the level over, I had to do that twice during my run due to game glitches. This is the part where I complain about the save game. As in, there is none. The game works on checkpoints only and gives you just one save game slot. Let me repeat that. One save slot. So if you, say, spent 40 minutes in platforming hell only to have the game crash, you'd reset to your previous save point, which would be at the beginning of that 40 minutes in platforming hell. Hatter always hated mechanical malfunctions. This disaster is either his doing or his epitaph. Most games would have lost me right there. The fact that I regrouped, spent a few minutes on an FAQ site figuring out what I was doing wrong, and pressed on, says a lot about Alice. Or maybe I'm the one going mad. Making friends, Alice. You're as randomly lethal and entirely confused as you ever were. Now hold on, and as they say, shut up. Hold on and shut up kind of sums up how I feel about this entire game. And yet, I beat it, put it aside and started it all over again two weeks later. I was thrilled to see that all of my upgraded weapons were on hand, making me a badass from the very beginning. Because this time, it's going to be different. I'm going to nail those platforming moves. Call me crazy, but I'm going to find all those elusive secrets. I am going to totally pwn this game. Hey, what's the definition of insanity again?